Yeah. But instead of being nonchalant, Carolyn and Michelle, wearing their Berry Christmas Santa hats... Obviously... Basically are like the children in A Christmas Story with their faces pressed against the glass, but now take Carolyn and make her jump up and down in her Santa hat, and she's waving her hat, and she's she's waving her hand, and she's screaming, Take a picture! Take a picture! Take a picture! Hello world, it's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who know that Lola was a showgirl, but still don't know who shot who. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we were coming to you from the remote studio... Fuck. And... Fuck. <laughs> and today, we are coming to you from our remote studios in sunny Palm Springs, California, to bring you into one of the most important moments for this little podcast. An intimate, up-close, but simultaneously over-the-top concert by the legendary Barry Manilow in his hometown... Could it be magic? Oh, I assure you, it was. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. We had a dream, we go traveling together. Spread a little love and it will keep moving on. Welcome to our day after Barry Manilow hangover. And when we say remote studios, we mean Carolyn's hotel room. So if it sounds like we're at a slumber party, it's true. But you guys, I woke up still drunk on Manilow today. The bed was spinning. I couldn't sleep. I'm not even exaggerating. And I didn't even have a ginger ale. You didn't have a poinsettia, did you? No, I had nothing. Just Barry Manilow. Honestly, I have a question for you. Okay. Did I just see my favorite concert I think in 52 years? I think so. How could we not? I mean, it was it was everything. It was Christmas songs, you guys, by Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah. It was it was Barry Manilow and Christmas, and Christmas. two of our favorite things. Yes. yes. And weekend in New England, and I write the songs and everything. And sorry, mm-hmm. we're we're emotional. We're still. Emotional. It was. A, we'll set the scene for you. This is an annual fundraiser that Barry Manilow does every year for charities in the Coachella Valley, which is his home. He lives in Palm Springs, California, so he does this for his home people. And it's a small theater, maybe, I don't know, a thousand people at the max. And there was like a mezzanine and a balcony, but it yes. was intimate. It, it was intimate, intimate and gorgeous. It mm-hmm. was a beautiful place to see a Christmas show. And he brought the house down. And it felt like we were like a hundred feet from him. It was amazing. And yet it was as big as a Las Vegas show. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that to me was what was so fantastic about it. It was so intimate and personal, and that's credited a lot to him because Absolutely. he has done this for decades. Mm-hmm. He knows how to throw a show, oh, you yes. know? So it was everything that I love in a concert. And I think, you know, that's that's kind of funny because a lot of people love to go see maybe the Rolling Stones or something like that. And I've been to some really great concerts in my life, but this was... The big band on stage. It oh, was yes. someone that is so just important to us, singing all the songs. Every song that he sang, you knew all the words right. to. Yeah. 
And, and so did the people next to you. Yeah, it was exactly. a very communal experience yes. because every single person there knew all the words just like you did, and they were feeling the same thing that you were, mm-hmm. even though, let's be honest, they were all no. 30 years older than us. <laughs> right, I was about to say, we say on this podcast a lot, one of the really special things about this society is that we all experienced the same things at the same time, and that's what makes this connection so fantastic for all of us. We can say without a doubt, we did not all experience Barry Manhole <laughs> at the same time, because I would say we were a good 20 years younger well, than yeah, the same time, but we weren't having this same I mean, experience. They were our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yes. were our parents. But maybe those people parents. had, yeah. they probably had Barry Manilow songs at their weddings. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. That's the age group we're talking about. He was just so, though, he's so real and he's so funny and you forget a lot what an icon he is because he seems so normal and the way he talks to the audience it's like we're all his friends like he was making jokes that were so funny and then he would come out with something um and mention a song or mention a jingle that had written that you know has been played for 40 years or he would talk about how his songs are always played they'll be played in dentist's office and elevators forever and that's when you stop and think oh that's right. You're Barry Manilow. Like, you're Barry Manilow. And you also, every time yeah. those songs are played or those jingles are played, you're making bank, right? Cha-ching. So mm-hmm. he's... For 50 he seems, years. Yeah. Over 50 but, years And time. to continue. Yeah. He said, that's yeah. his, like, really, he said, what did he say? Something like that. Says, he's, he, like, apologizes for that legacy that he's something like, as long as people have bad teeth, they'll still be hearing my songs yeah. in the yeah. dentist's office. But he's such an icon, like, beyond icon. Yeah. And he seemed, this is the first time I've seen him live. So I was really struck by how, what just a real genuine person he seemed like. Mm-hmm. And what he not seemed like, he was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. It was super everything. I, I guess because those songs are the 70s to me. They're that time of my life. And yet I'm 56 and I'm sitting there. I'm having this kind of moment where it all comes together. It's kind of different than going to see, I don't know. All right, yeah. I'm going to edit this out, like obviously. Pink. Like, like I, I was thinking, like, what's the best concert I've seen in the past 10 years? And I would say it was the Pink concert, because I'm a huge Pink fan, and she does all the aerials, and mm-hmm. she flies around the... And I love all the songs, and I know all the songs. But this is different. Right. It's apples and oranges, almost, Absolutely. right? It's the, mm-hmm. that nostalgic piece. Um, yeah, it was. it's just really special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that answers a question I have for you guys, because we talked about this a lot. Like, we, we've been so excited about this concert, and then... Um, as you all listening will hear in just a little bit, we came out, we were breathless almost after this show. Um, we couldn't form our words coherently. Um, but I got to thinking of this later last night. Why do you think it is that we were so moved? Like, why was this such a magical night? And do you think you can put it into words? I think, Carolyn, you just did a little bit. But what is it? Why Why do I feel like, was this the best concert I've ever seen? I... um. I had sort of an epiphany last night, and I've seen Barry Manilow. This is my third time. Oh, I don't. So I've been to, and but the other two concerts that I went to were arena concerts, big stadium concerts, which he can still bring it in a Mm, stadium. It's unbelievable for a singer songwriter to be able to bring it in a stadium, but he really can because his show is big. But to see it in this venue was really, really special and very intimate. But the epiphany that I had last night is that the way that Barry Manilow constructs songs, it impacts my brain. Mm. You guys, I think it's science. <laughs> I really yeah. do. 
he's I also a scientist. scientist. Yes, like there's something, he puts a little bit of a minor key into some of his songs that just makes you feel this melancholy so that every time he sings about a heartbreak or or a story that, let's be honest, none of those songs are like, right. yay! They're all like, I'm so sorry. No. Like, no. like, for so example, sorry. what about in our episode, um, the, the Barry Manilow episode we did, episode 17. Can you guys believe that was all the way back at 17? But when we had the epiphany, I think, Carolyn, you brought us to this, looks like we made it. We've thought our whole lives. It's like this, Yay! looks like we made it. Yeah, fantastic. We actually use that. I think yeah. we use it as a title of an upcoming episode, but we use it as looks like we made it. That song is all about heartbreak. It's, it's heartbreaking. Magic. Say that. What are the lyrics, Carolyn? Say that. Um, Oh gosh. Looks like other, we left each other. Left each found other. each other on no, the way. No, left, left each, each other. other on the way oh, to, to another, another love. To another love. Um, and I thought, like, till today, but, you know, I thought I had moved on until yeah. today because you were there everywhere. everywhere. You're with somebody else. His point right. is, I'm with somebody else and right now, I... and we thought we had made it. We didn't make it together, but right. we made it with these other people until today. Because yeah, you were there everywhere. Yes, and now I just got nipple lightning. Don't oh, look at my boobs, you guys. Oh, you guys. I'm glad it was a dark so, theater. I know. <laughs> there was so much nipple lightning going yes. on. <laughs> but that's really what I think, like, because he moved me so much. And it's, of course, the power and the emotion that he brings to the songs. He he sells it without schmaltz. He's not faking it. Right. I mean, obviously, he's acting. He's a performer. But he's able to sell it with such sincerity. And you pair it with the way that he writes these stories in his songs and those that that melancholy minor <laughs> yes. key progressions. I'm not a musician, so I can't explain this very well. Oh, I was sitting here real impressed. Like, oh, God, damn geez, it, I shouldn't have. Minor I shouldn't key, have and I'm like, what progressions. <laughs> but I also like how he sort of changed things up, um, and not enough that it sounded like a different song, but he would do different little runs, or he would yeah. sing it almost like things that you're singing it along in your head or out loud, yeah, and we have loud. masks on everyone, obviously, so we could... I don't know about you guys, but I felt like the mask gave me even more freedom to sing louder. Oh, I was out there. I'm like opening my mouth like your music teacher told yeah. you to open your <laughs> mouth. Loud yes. and proud. Yeah. And, and, and as you're singing it, he might do a little funny like musical dip right. that was different, but that I loved. And they were yeah. so Barry Manilow. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he did look great. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the man is 78, yes. correct? Yeah. And he comes out and you know, I mean, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll address it. Yes, he's had a lot of work done, but sure. you know what? We'll address it. Good even. for him. Yeah. Like you go, you do whatever you need. I don't know if that hair is still real. No. It's but not it's real. fabulously, he's got the fabulously spiked. He's got the little spiky hair. He comes out and he's moving kind of stiff, right? He's almost looking like picture the Tin Man in <laughs> yeah. Wizard of Oz walking like oil. But very quickly, oil. much faster than the Tin Man. Well yes. sometimes Tin not, Man fast. Until tin man all fast. of a sudden he's got these fantastic backup singers that yeah. I am obsessed with. With these backup singers because they do costume changes. They have the two girls and a guy, fabulous voices. One of them got to have little solos a couple mm -hmm. times. And wasn't she good, you guys? Oh, She's gosh, so yes. Good. And they come out in the cutest costumes, but they have the very stereotypical backup singer choreography with the hand movements and the little shimmies. And they would sometimes walk out from their mics and stand right behind Barry, and he would join in the choreography with them, so it was like a little show. It's like Justin Bieber. Let's just yes. put it that way. And that's what I kept exactly. thinking. Like, you yes. go, Barry. You can keep up with Justin Bieber. If you guys need, yeah, if you're trying to visualize it, that's a perfect way. Yes. Just yeah. Justin Bieber. Yes. But 
as soon as I would be worried, like, oh, geez, Barry's kind of showing his age, he's moving kind of stiff, he would throw down some grapevines and some yeah. spins, yes. and he would move fast that I was like, okay, good, I'm not worried What's about it. What's a grapevine? You've said it a couple the times. step behind, step touch. See, I did step not take behind, dance step, or anything. So not aerobics? Didn't you do aerobics? That's where you did grapevines Well, you know what? Vanda. That's exactly With, yeah. like, the step? I'll show you. No. I'll show you. Okay. No, I'm having a demonstration. I know. Why is it called it? No. Well, we don't know. Don't ask us. I know, like, shuffle ball. But you know what? That's exactly why when we take our show on the road, Kristen and I are the backup singers. And you sing like you I got to say, I know you brought that. I thought of that last night, too, when we were doing our thing. I thought, because I could see out of my peripheral vision. Yeah, peripheral. Yeah. Yeah, like they were doing, you guys were doing something in sync. We were But I was like going the other way, I think. And I thought, oh, no, they're going to, like, leave me. But <laughs> no, 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 you're singing. Like, I can be the lead. Because, okay, so you improvise. there was one song, and it was a Christmas song, and I can't think of which one it was now. And I'm sitting between Kristen and Carolyn, and the backup, now we're, we're, like, more than halfway through the show. So I've been entranced by their choreography now the whole time. They do this fun little thing where they raise their knee, and then they put it out, like and then they do a, a clap, clap. And I leaned over knee. to Kristen, and I was like, we need to learn this choreography. So Kristen and I in concert or trying to learn it and we kind of get a little we got bit of it, it. and I look it. over and Carolyn's oh, on my I'm other my side just world. singing <laughs> yeah. but, but singing you guys with her hands like flailing up and so yeah. then I lean back over to Kristen and I say we're the backup singers Carolyn's lead because look she's going and we're, we're getting the choreography so that was that was just like a really fun part of the concert though, yeah. for me well, it, it was. I think it annoyed the people behind us, but you know what? I don't care because I was having a I good time. I didn't care either, and I think they they had to, we had to amuse them a little bit. I kept yeah. thinking that like they're probably sitting there going, "Look at those three women! They well, are having the time of their lives. Good for them." We, we weren't, weren't doing anything that all the sequined women in the first five rows weren't doing. Right. Well, so true. it's not like we were we were we were not being obnoxious listeners. No. We were having a good time. Exactly. We were standing up and giving him standing ovations after a lot of the really so well many standing songs. ovations. Why don't you guys talk yes. about the powerful songs he sang that really moved you? The one that surprised me. Well, there's one that will that. Okay, never mind. We'll scratch that part. The one place where I cried that I was surprised was even now. Even now. When what I, is it? When something, something? I don't I even know. just hear the first piano notes and you go and like something catches in your throat you know what's coming and it was even now and I was like I didn't even know I liked this song (laughs) you guys I noticed we all did that a lot we all a lot of times when something would just start we would all grab each other and and I had to what I'm glad you said that because a couple times I didn't really know what it was, but I knew it was something I liked. Yeah. Which is 95% of it. Of course. <laughs> but we were all like, oh my God, it's this one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so even now, that was. Even he, now, it took me by surprise. I feel like there's two that for me, one, and I, I'm going to let Carolyn, because I think you're going to say the next one. So I'm going to let you say it. But even now, the ending of that, I can't recreate it right now because I'm not going to remember it. But those of you listening that know it, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go to Spotify, go to whatever Carolyn's you listen to music to on. Carolyn's it. Yeah. He, it's a big finish, this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a big finish. And 
you guys, he's 78 years old, and he hit those notes. Oh, my God. Perfectly. <sighs> and he's a showman. So Barry Manilow, almost every song, he hits the end notes. He but unbuttons his jacket because he's going to throw his that one arm out. Right. Got the mm-hmm. one, one hand on the mic. And if there's a video that I shared in our post, so those of you listening, if you go back and look at the Instagram post from Saturday, even now is in it, the ending of it. Um, oh, no, actually, sorry, never mind. That was, I think, looks like we made it. Okay, whatever. He unbuttons his jacket, though, throws the arm out, and it's a, it's a, it's an image. He's creating an image. He has created he's literally not, an iconic image right. in, that, in that pose. And he's not only hitting the note still at 78, he's conscious of the image he's creating with that arm outstretched. And if it's not the arm outstretched, you guys, if the song doesn't end that way, if it's a boom, boom, that he is so in tune with his band that that one arm is punching the air either back and front or up and down or down and up and he's punching all the beats with the band yeah and it's impressive and it's it's so cool and it just makes you think how long he's been doing this right but it just it just brings that other level to watching him perform to me. He is the ultimate in performance because the man knows how to end a song to make you go, oh, 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 and you stand up. And it's as if every song he sang felt like the finale and you expected mm-hmm. him to walk off the stage. I, there was He did it 10 times. When he yeah. came back, I'm, there's more. I, yes. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn, one of your favorite, or I think it is your favorite Barry Manilow song that's not Mandy, um, was the other really powerful song. And I felt you during that song just yes. feeling the emotion. We'll what about, song yeah, is that? Story and narrative. I'm hoping you're talking about Weekend in I New am, England. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And I was lucky to catch that. We have video of that, and I'll put the audio on the podcast because it was just, yeah, there's so much involved. I mean, it's the storyline. It is the way he sings it. I mean, that story, you know, I've told, I told about, bleh, I talked about it in our podcast that we've already done about Barry, but Mm -hmm. I see the person walking along the New England coast, like, you know, with the water kind of... The Lansing water, Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Their cable, you know, knit sweater, and oh my gosh, and just the heartbreak. So many heart, so much heartbreak. And And he sat at that piano. Yes. I know. And the piano, and also I've got to say, whether it was Weekend in New England or some of the other songs we've talked about, not only can he hit the note, you guys, he can fucking hold the note yes. i like no this guy is conditioned like yeah. i would have had to take four breaths before i and he kept going and going and going that made me stand up i just thought you can't do that without being in such good you have to be shape. in good shape well and weekend in new england was the other one that that comes to mind from last night that had the really big finish mm-hmm. and he's and everybody gave him a standing ovation after and he gets up from the piano and he walks away and he's like wow you that's a bunch of romantics in this crowd or something and everybody's kind of laughing and he goes oh i even turned myself on with uh-huh. that one <laughs> <laughs> um he did a lot of funny things like that he did a lot of funny gyrations like oh, wait i still need weekend in new england oh because yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, still yeah. feeling i've got the feels Weekend in New England was one where he's, you hear the beginning piano notes, just like I just talked about, and I, I dropped my face into my hands. Aww. Like that, I just, because you, you're just so filled with something right. that and you don't know how to so react. Much. It's so much. And stuff. everyone in the audience started, you know, when people sing along in the audience, it can sound like, blah, 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 blah. But when Weekend in New England started, like it's a very soft song, and you hear very low the whole audience going. Last night I went goodbye. 
conversation that you will hear later when he sang weekend in new england i was crying so hard <laughs> that there was drool coming out of my mouth <laughs> in my mask inside my mask i was just drooling it's just like being a baby and just letting it all come out it's like ah shades of things to come Christian. i know shades right? of things oh, to come. gosh yes yes all of that mm-hmm. yes i think and there, I've got to find the word. There's probably some Danish word or some <laughs> other country or nationality has come up with a word for just this um, combination, confl- the, all of these feelings. I mm-hmm. am seven. I am 56. Oh, I am yeah. emotional. I am the girl in high school whose boyfriend. I mean, I am all of me in that song. Oh, like, my oh, God. Iterations of me. Carolyn. That is that's, that's the why. People. No, but that goes back to the question I asked you. What was it about this concert that's making us all feel this way? And that's that at least for me, that you just put words to it. And that could be yeah. think of all the other people in that audience who experienced that yes. same thing you did that you just described so eloquently. That's what that yeah. music does. Let's yeah. come up with a word for that because yeah. I really yes. like that. Or because that actually we'll ask Gail, because Gail gave us who's Gurdu. So okay, we'll Gail. Well let's ask her right now. She we know she's listening. Right. <laughs> Gail, come up with a word for that because I don't think that just it, it applies perfectly to what we're talking yeah, about and to the very Manalo concert. But it also applies to a lot of other stuff we talk about on this mm-hmm. podcast for yeah. sure. Um, can okay, we, can I tell you guys, are we done with Weekend in New England? Yes, but are we okay. going to move to when to the very end, or what no. are you doing next? No, I was just going to tell you something that I was really excited oh, okay. about. Okay. Was I, you guys, if you listen to episode 17 called I Rank the Songs of Barry Manilow, go back and, and, and look for that one. We talked about one of, I, I know I talked about it, I think Carolyn was one of your favorites too, was VSM, Very Special Medley. Oh, yes. It's on the Barry Manilow Live album, and as a kid, I thought it was so clever and so fun, and who knew that Barry Manilow wrote all these jingles that I know, and so I loved, I used you to act that song. That's one of the best ones, mm-hmm. right? And I used to act it out and everything, blah, blah, blah. So, and I think... I don't know if it was during the concert or before Carolyn, I leaned over to you and I said, do you think he'll sing VSM? Thinking, no way. This is like, he's got to cram in hits and we Christmas songs. He's not yeah. going to cram in VSM. And no, he did not sing VSM. But he walked, he started talking about getting his start and how he never wanted to be a performer. He was a singer. He wanted to be a singer-songwriter. He was a songwriter. Or a composer. He, yeah, he, he wanted to be a composer. composer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so how excited he was the first time he heard one of his creations <laughs> On the radio, and he goes over to just this little standalone keyboard, and he takes his jacket off, so we're supposed to visualize now that he's this young Barry, and he starts playing, and he plays the jingle for Band-Aids, and I just almost like, I just, I was so excited that he did that, and then he went from that one right into State Farm. Mm-hmm. Like a good neighbor. And the audience sang it. State yeah. Farm yeah. is there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, you remember it. And I think that's why I have State Farm insurance, is probably because of Barry. <laughs> it worked. Yes. And State Farm, if you want to sponsor us, because we <laughs> love you 
your song. Your I jingle. actually State Farm Insurance. We've had See, that's what we've had. I have State Farm. But anyway, I just oh, three. three. State oh, three of us. <laughs> yeah, if there's an agent out there who has some cool. Um, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in that I was super excited that while he didn't include VSM, I still got my little yes. jingle fix. Everybody oh, needed their little oh, mini gosh, VSM. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Okay, should we jump to the end of the concert now? Well, I was, um, before no, we, I, um, I, well, <laughs> I did have a question for each of you. Maybe you, yes. one of yours is, I, okay. I really would love if each of you, if each of us could think of two, maybe you've already shared it, but if you have, think of another one. Um, two memorable moments, just quickly, that you have that really will always stand out to you about this night. Because we all know, sadly, as time is going to go on, we're going to forget some of these little moments. But do you have two that you don't think you'll ever forget? Yes, I have two for sure. Okay, the let's go one, 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 like Kristen, you do, okay. let's do one each and then we'll do okay. our second one. Okay. So the first one is, I really appreciated the digital set that he had, mm-hmm. which was an entirely projection-oriented set that changed. And it was stellar. It was photorealistic. It changed with each song. It was festive. And then at a certain point, the the digital projection turned to the opening for the Midnight Special, the TV show that um, featured performers in the 1970s. And they have a little clip of Clive Davis introducing a new performer that is signed to his new label, Arista. Everybody's soon going to know his name. His name is Barry Manilow. Here he is, everybody. And then they show the skinniest little (laughs) Barry Manilow at the table, at the table, at the piano, and he, you hear the opening notes to Mandy, and Barry Manilow starts singing Mandy. In the 1975 Barry mm-hmm. Manilow. And he looks nervous. Yes, and it's yes. this huge projection. And then the spotlight goes to oh my God. 78-year-old Barry Manilow, and he's playing on the piano along with himself on the giant screen. It was profound. But you know what? When, when, the, when he walked out, though... Um, 1975, Barry Manilow was still singing the first verse of Mandy. Mm -hmm. And I knew he walked out, but before he sat down at the piano, they did a low spot on him, not a big spot. And he just stood there with his back to the audience and he just stared up up at the the video screen watching his 1975 self sing. And I was, so I've got, I've got it again. I was, and then he went and sat down and then he started the second verse of Mandy. Mm Mm-hmm. Most I, memorable part. Oh of the gosh! Concert. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's mine too. And yeah. I mean, watch out because the lightning. The oh, coming <laughs> out of the nipples. I'm trying to move. These I need two a barricade. Yes. I need a, the lightning. I've got a shield. <laughs> I wish I had my mask but, on now. Again, <laughs> that that it that moment kind of symbolized what I was talking about before because I've got this screen and I watched that. I'm sure I watched that episode of the Midnight mm-hmm. Special. I sang the little. Song I remembered it like you were singing the yes, yeah, you know the song Sean you ever love and let them <laughs> and then it was Matt Davis and Clive Davis were in, oh you yeah know, that was Matt yeah. Davis uh, dead or not dead dead Mac is dead yes he died oh, I'm sorry well I mean Clive is like ancient so. yeah I know but I didn't know Mac he was, he okay. died recently oh, oh God I hope okay. that's right okay well, well no. we can don't check don't up. check yes. yeah. but in that when the moment then when Barry comes out and looks at his younger self. I'm like looking at my younger self too, even though yeah. it's oh, Barry up there, and I'm looking at my uh-uh. now self and Barry, and then they're together. It it was profound. I, I don't have any other words mm-hmm. for it, except everyone should have a moment like that in their lives where they can feel you all come, all of you, the iterations yeah. of yourself, yes, are in together. one place to come together. So thank you, Barry. Aww. Then Barry now, mm-hmm. yeah. Barry forever. Amen. Yeah. Nipple lightning. <laughs> oh, 
scary. <laughs> okay, so mine is at the very beginning, and um, I love the Barry Manilow Christmas album I have, and I think it's the one from 2002 is the one that I listen to, that I've been listening to for 18, 19 years. And so I think I said to you guys when we first got these tickets, which was a long time ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I want to say June. In May. May. Yeah. Okay. Whew. And when I found out it was going to be Christmas songs and Barry songs, one of the very first things I said was, oh, I hope he starts it with happy holiday. If you guys yeah. have this album or if you, it's on, this song is on several of his albums. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then he goes, happy holiday. Yeah. And then the music goes, and then he goes, happy holiday. Happy holiday. So I think I said to you, oh my God, he's going to start out like that. And I, I've been talking myself off that cliff all summer. Like, Michelle, don't get your hopes up. He's not going to start. He's going to start it with one of his standards. He's going to start it with some Copacabana or something. He's going to start it with a Barry classic. You guys, the curtain goes up. I'm not, I'm, I, I kind of not even really thinking of it. I think I might've mentioned it like yesterday, like during yeah. the day or something, but the curtain goes up and you see all the Christmas trees and you see the poinsettias and that digital screen is all like a, a roaring fire. Right. And all of a sudden you <laughs> just hear happy holiday from <laughs> off stage. And I grabbed both of your knees. I was going to say, I felt your arm. And my joy was your joy. Like, I was so joyful because you were oh, so joyful. I like, grabbed both. And then as he starts to sing the second happy holiday, you know, it, Barry's all about key changes, right? Oh, so key there's a key change. And he comes out and he's got the red, sparkly, glittery jacket. And then there's the backup singers in their red sequin little dresses. And then it's happy holiday. Mm-hmm. Michelle's happy dream holiday. came true. It's her Christmas dream. And he only sang just maybe like a verse of that song. And then he mm-hmm. went into a medley of some yeah. other songs. But he started it just like I wanted him to. So I will never forget how... Almost the breath left my body when I heard that happy holiday. So for me, that will always be memorable. How many yeah. times can you sing that? I'm going to sing it. <laughs> I'm going to oh sing it again One tonight more time. when we go to dinner. It's a drinking yeah. game. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, I already drank all my drinks. Okay, yeah, that was good. <laughs> okay, so another okay, one. so my second most memorable moment actually is the very end of the evening. So I don't know if you want me to jump okay. there or not. Well, can, should you want to go last then, and we'll do our other two, yes. and then you can go mm-hmm. at the very end. Was it concert I, I wonder related? If it's the same no. one. Oh, it's oh, not concert related. Okay, okay. So what's your second? Well, okay, well then, oh, then I'll throw okay. something else okay, in there. Please. And that yeah. is Could It Be Magic? Because Could yes, It Be Magic <laughs> is the musical orgasm. <laughs> Which I adore that song so much and he builds the power up and I and every time I hear it I'm like I can't believe he's got me again he did it to me again I can't believe it and he and then they did a disco version of it I'm not going to go on and on I don't know what else to say about well, the we song talk about it's, it and yeah. we're going to talk about it in a little bit you'll yeah. hear when when you guys hear our talk from last night but it is true and again I'm going to throw it back to episode 17 because Kristen just said it's the musical orgasm. If you guys heard this conversation, you'll remember this. If you didn't, please go listen to it because we swear Kristen did not just have a musical. Or- During the episode, she's going, now, now. And we literally thought we needed to towel her down and like send her into the shower. So when that when he started singing that, I literally leaned over to Kristen last night and I was like, do you need a towel? Because I knew that she was just 
feeling this yeah. song because that's been a really important. That's been a really impactful song for you. It's like elevates me. I out feel of like my it chair. was your number one in our ranking, was it? Yeah, I did. I, I put it, it at number one, and then it came out someplace. It else did, in the but you, it was ranking. number one for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was well, a good yeah, one. And um, I felt really smart because from episode seventeen and from your um, love of that song, I learned about the Chopin. Right, the opening. It opens right. the Chopin. So he right. he shares that last night in the concert. Like this opening is from Chopin's whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I know that. <laughs> you guys can't see Carolyn's flipping yeah, her hair. Flipping my hair like I'm an elevated like, Barry fan. Duh. I already know that. <laughs> and I I felt really proud of myself. That's because of you, of You're course. You're welcome. But, um, yeah, so that, yeah, that song was great. And I don't know that I could pick a second, except I love the collective moments. I've always loved that, whether it's a concert or church or whatever when you know that everyone's experiencing this joyful moment together and we had these glow sticks that they passed out and Kristen was so nice because if we are haven't already shared we brought the average age down by about 15 20 years of the people that were there Mm -hmm. so we have these glow sticks they gave us when we came in and most of us know that you crack them a little in half to get them to glow but the older gentleman next to Kristen didn't quite know. Like, oh, these people are glowing with their sticks. How did that my stick to glow? <laughs> right. And you're like, that's a question for your wife. <laughs> that's a good but, So Kristen was so nice and showed the gentleman how to crack his thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen showed the crack gentleman how stick. to get his stick to glow. Yeah. How to crack his own stick. His stick was mm-hmm. really glowing after Kristen helped him. <laughs> um, but then we're all waving our glow sticks. Yeah. And... It was really powerful because they probably couldn't have figured out how to turn their flashlights on on their phones. Oh, I figured that's what it was. Like, yeah. you couldn't count on the old people oh, to find the flashlight you guys. Time. Yeah. You're so right. So, that mm-hmm. we got to give them glow sticks. Yeah. Right. So, but then they don't know how to do the glow sticks. <laughs> so, my it. second memorable moment goes along with that a little bit. So, after he, I forgot what his final song was, but then his first encore, he comes out and he sings Copacabana. And we know it's going to be Copacabana because the music starts and the digital screen is all these, like, you know, brightly colored swirls. And everyone's still standing up with their glow sticks. And if you listen to our episode, you will know that Carolyn detests the song Copacabana. (laughs) But why this is a memorable moment for me is because the three of us are standing up and understand the whole auditorium, unless the people who were physically challenged, which was a lot of them, could not stand up, bless their hearts. But we're standing up. We are now we're on a high. We know it's the end. We've got our glow sticks. The three of us are singing every word and we're not singing it, just singing every word. We all, for some reason, you guys, were transported to the Copacabana yes, because there. the dance moves we, the three of us are doing or something. are, like, we're, we're like dancing. acting it out with guns. No, but we're like dancing with the stars. Oh, I felt totally. like I was doing some salsas yes. and yeah. then, and we're acting. Yeah, and, definitely but acting. Wait, but wait, you guys, Carolyn, who detests Copacabana, is singing Every single oh, word dead on. I never on. said I didn't know the word. Well, that's the thing. I didn't know that. I guess I just assumed that you don't like the song, so why would you listen to it? And all that's going through my mind is, listen to Carolyn. I was like, oh, she doesn't hate this song. But I will ask you a question. Okay. Last night, did you enjoy Copacabana? Oh, 100%. Okay, good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because awesome. I would, because that is a memorable moment for me, the three of us. And then at the very end... We just had to like put our arms around we each did. other and hug because we were feeling so it much. It was a moment. And Copacabana and just the, I mean, I'll just always remember us all just shouting, and just who shot who, who shot who at the Copa. And everyone is like got their glow sticks and not just waving them back and forth, but I mean. Oh my God, we're even dancing. the grandpa who, when I when I cracked a stick for him, <laughs> I did just most cracked a stick. Hashtag cracked a stick. Yeah. 
even so even that grandpa was like, who shot who? <laughs> like he was using his glow stick to shoot people. It was just so yeah, funny. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a really fun moment. Um for me, just singing that song that yeah. I love, and I love singing that song loudly. I used to sing it out loud all the time with my kids, and it was just fun to sing it in that environment with, with how many other people. And we are it. the auditorium is shouting that song, yes. and Barry is dancing. So fun, <sighs> yeah. Gosh, I'm gonna need a nap after this. <laughs> I know. I mean, yes, I'm reliving yeah, it's really it. fun it was reliving it. Powerful. Well, and we we purposely put this our recording this conversation before we share our breathless convoluted one from last night because we thought that one's going to be too confusing for people to hear it, but we're working ourselves up right now. We girls, are. Back we to are. this frenzied state. It got even more exciting kind of when the yeah, concert was is, over. Yeah, I'm going to you guys, I think that's Kristen's. Okay, well. so we'll, we'll tag team on this one, Carolyn. So the concert ends and we're a, we're a little bereft. We can't just go home. That just feels like a slap <laughs> in the very, face. Is it, is, yeah. He's still in the And we've had somewhere. this experience, and so we're basically wandering around this theater, making ourselves conspicuous. Everybody is gone, and we're just aware of security <laughs> and ushers with their eyes on us. We're like, we're sorry, we can't leave. <laughs> but we're so passing finally, out PCPS cards to them yes, to try to butter them. Cards <laughs> people. So this lovely woman named Bonnie, bon- oh, she's an usher, Bonnie. and Bonnie, just she's getting the feels on us, and she's like, you know, If you wanted to catch a glimpse, if you went outside on the side of the building, no contact. She said no contact. Yeah, there's they're armored police and they're armed. She said that several times. They're armed. No contact. Would you just want to get a glimpse? They'll shoot you. And we said, is he coming out? She's like, I can't, I can't. I can't say. I, go, I, don't, I, go, I don't know. I go, you can either confirm nor deny that body. And she goes, exactly. Yes. And so, dear Bonnie, um, we got our picture taken with Bonnie for being so kind. And so, we take ourselves for a little walk around to the side of the building, but we are kind of scared of the people who are armed. armed. And so, Carolyn <laughs> comes up with the ruse. Yeah, I just thought maybe, oh, I sprained my ankle a little bit. So, I'm kind of limping. So, we're having to go very slow. Slowly by this. We're not area. loitering. No, we're not. We're not loitering. You guys, I hurt my ankle. I have to. Yeah. Like, you guys, she's selling it. She's working. I really am. So they they can't come out. I mean, they're not going to shoot a crippled woman who's <laughs> hurt her ankle. And then we kind of that's come to be that we're waiting for our Uber. Oh, where is that damn Uber? Yes, I'm, I'm looking down the very, street. Where's yes, the Uber? Where is the Uber? That's our um, roost for kind of mm-hmm. yeah. hanging out right by where we think he hopefully might come out. And so there's a long period of time where we're trying to, we're, we're basically being actors. We're doing yeah, improv really on good. the street corner, <laughs> trying not to get shot by the armored people. Well, and every time, and so I'm busy on social media. So I'm realizing, okay, I really want to get some of these videos I took out to you guys that are listening. So I'm trying to look through them and do some clips on some. So I kind of have one ear on what's going on with Carolyn and Kristen. But all I keep hearing them say, because I was really busy. I was very intent on my social media media. Yeah. But here's what I keep hearing Carolyn and Kristen say. Is that our Uber? No, no, that's not it. And I would sort of glance kind up. Of and I would, they would do it, though, when a car, like, drove by. And then I'd hear one of them go, oh, I bet this is it. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm like a grandma, like, really selling it. Like, I'm getting paid for this. Oh, it's not it. Yeah. Let's try another one. Okay, so after, it's been a good period of time yeah, and they're an hour. and they're looking at us but they're not coming over i think because <laughs> because of the ankle <laughs> they don't want to they're worried about carolyn's ankle and then the, everybody we're chatting we're chatting and there's a group of men in black suits who are shuffling as a group toward a door and i'm going 
You guys, that's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. And they're not paying any attention to me. I'm going, that's him. That's him. And I can't say anything else. I'm trying to get their attention and focus them toward Barry Manilow (laughs) shuffling toward the door 20 feet away from him. And all I'm doing is, that's him. That's him. Did you see his face? That's him. Yeah, I saw his face. Oh, because by the time I turned... I was like, what are you talking about? That's him, that's him. And then I saw the spiky gray hair surrounded by people, and the spiky gray hair person in a suit is walking like Tin Man yes. from Wizard of Oz. Yes. So I was like, holy shit. All I saw, though, was the back of his head. That's Did him. you see that's him, him then? That's him. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of put two and two together. I'm okay. a little slow sometimes, but yes. Yeah, so well, then, you had that hurt ankle. You were well, worried, yes, you were I was worried about that, my yeah. ankle. But then it was miraculously fixed, wasn't it? Once oh, when, the door. when Carolyn starts running is when her <laughs> ankle gets fixed because Carolyn has figured out that he's walked in this door, he's going through a hallway in the building, and he's going to come out through another door behind some glass. So... When Carolyn's ankle gets fixed, we start running toward that other place. And I'm like, be cool, be yes, cool. Everybody, be, I, wanted to, I wanted to take the ruse a little farther. Like, oh, we're just nonchalant. We're just sitting yeah. on this bench and Barry Manilow happens to walk by. Yeah, understand. But we're instead. Outside the building. Outside, he's inside. He's but inside. Glass. We're it's behind glass. glass. Wall, yeah. But instead of being nonchalant, Carolyn and Michelle wearing their Barry Christmas Santa hats. Obviously. Basically are like the children in A Christmas Story with their faces pressed against the glass, but now take Carolyn and make her jump up and down in her Santa hat, and she's waving her hat, and she's she's waving her hand, and she's screaming, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture, and I'm the witness as Michelle, who always who is on her pictures. phone 105% of the time. I am the social the media kid, director. She is the social media director. The phone is never not taking a picture. And as Carolyn is, is yelling, take a picture, take because a picture. you're looking at me. Michelle is jumping up and down and waving her hand in the air with no phone in sight. In and my pocket. I felt like a witness to a Saturday Night Live sketch. I almost was having more fun watching them than watching the Tin Man walk through to the elevator. I haven't forgiven Michelle yet. I, I'm I so will sorry. by the end okay. of the trip. In my, but. in my in my own defense explanation, when Carolyn went running, you could see him walking by, and he's not even looking at us, but he's walking. Thank God! When I was can, waving, my but Carolyn goes running to the window with her phone in hand. So I say, I said out loud, just nobody could hear me because we were all screaming. I say, oh, God, like, Carolyn's taking the pictures. Carolyn, take the video. Carolyn, because mine, when we started running from the armed people, I put my phone in my back pocket, like, so I wouldn't drop it. So all I know, all I think is Carolyn's videoing him. I'm not even noticing that Carolyn's hands are too busy flipping her hat up to try to get Barry's attention. So all I'm doing is waving my hand in the air, like, hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. And then, yes. And then at the end, Carolyn turns around, just like, did you get it? And I was like, She's like oh, get what? What? Oh, shoot. I was trying. <laughs> Maybe we have Kristen to blame after all of this because you knew she wasn't getting it. I totally it. did. Knew I and was... I was enjoying every minute of it. I was not going to let so that go. trust us because you have no proof of this, people. But you here's just the thing. Have to trust I have us. to ask you guys a question because this is what I try to tell myself. Did we all see him walk from that auditorium door to yes, the elevator? Twice. We, saw, twice. we all saw it with yes. our eyes. So you know yes. what? Let's just keep that picture in our heads yes. forever. And ever. And I'm Amen. sorry. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. That was, that was, um, that was great. So, um, yeah, I think we've exhausted ourselves, guys. I think we, yeah. um, if we you're are, still listening, <laughs> we're wiped. <laughs> we might need to go change our bras. Um, oh, no, but listen, as you guys can tell, 
by um, this breathless conversation and how um, overly excited we're getting again, we were moved by this concert. Um, and if you think we were reeling 18 hours later, you should have heard us last night immediately after the concert. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some ushers that came up and wanted to make sure we were okay. Yeah. We walked right out and we found a corner um, where nobody was because we just needed we needed to just get it on um, yeah. tape. So it's on a voice memo. So the audio is going to be a little dicey. So understand that. But um, guess what? Because you're about to hear it if you'd like to stay with us. Um, and so here we go. Here is our breathless conversation right as we left the theater. We hope you can make some sense of our excited gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge. Yeah. Yes, don't judge. So enjoy. Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. We, just, we just left the, the auditorium. We yes. found a little corner so we can share our feelings I'm of still, what I'm still waving happened. my glow stick. Okay, was the still glow waving. sticks? Yes. yes. And oh, everyone was somebody. waving them? Here comes somebody. That's okay. He's not coming to us. It's all good. Yeah, we're kind of hiding out in this corner, and you know the rule followers that we are—we don't want to get in trouble. You, you guys, guys, I feel like I've spent the last two hours with my heart in my throat, like pounding. Mm-hmm. I feel like it might have been the best concert I've ever been to in 52 years of my life. Because he knows how to make a moment, he right? Does. He knows how to, and I cried at places where I did not expect to cry. And during, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm going to be very honest. When. He was singing Weekend in New England. I was crying so hard that there was drool coming oh out of my gosh. mouth behind my mask. Oh. <laughs> there was like drool in my mask. Oh, you know what? So I cried too, but I didn't drool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell you that we. I mean, the man is seventy-eight years old. Yeah, and. The whole thing, he sounded like he sounded in the 70s, I think. It sounded like mm-hmm. I was listening to an album, but notably, even now and Weekend in New England, yes. you guys, it was like it was like reverberating. His voice, he mm-hmm. hit the notes. His voice was amazing. And just like, his voice was still so, it's so rich, rich. and yes. strong and yeah. powerful. And the man can move. I, the choreography, you guys, I, I couldn't love do choreography. it. I do, and it's they were so like, adorable. Moves, yeah. And he's, I will say, he's a little stiff, but he can move fast. Yeah, he's yes. very quick, and he's got the hip thrust down. When he throws a hip oh, yeah. thrust, yes. the oldies go crazy. They yes. really do. They and love it. I loved how he was still like, "Hey, I'm sexual." He he made he poked fun a lot about him being a '70s sex god. But after weekend in New England, when everybody went nuts, he said, "Whew." I gotta turn myself on. I think I turn my. I think I might turn myself on with that one. Yes. But he did a lot of like the cr- yeah the, the hip thrusts mm-hmm. and the hand in front of the crutch, kind of poking fun at himself. Yeah. But so funny and just like like his personality just shines. He's yeah. hilarious. He, he He's is, someone you want to hang out with. It is a production. There I is mean, a disco good. version of Could It Be Magic that oh. you guys blew my mind because I don't know how I missed this. So the disco version of Could It Be Magic was brought to number one by Donna Summer. You guys, I didn't know it was the same song. I don't I think I did either. I am a huge fan either, huh? of both the Donna Summer version and the Barry Manilow version. How did I not know this was the I same know. song? Well, and I leaned over to Kristen when he, um, uh, after he played, cause, because that song was off his first album. Yeah. And it starts with the Chopin, Chopin, right. as I said, yes. right? And he starts it, and I'm just reminded him, and he's starting to sing the, now, now, come <laughs> into my life. Oh, yeah. And I leaned over to Kristen, and after, and I was like, you need a towel? Because in the, our Barry Manilow episode, all I hear now when I listen to that song is Kristen going, now, now, now. So when he sang it, and you guys, when he sang it, it was like spot on yeah, it was. to that 1975 album. Yeah. And also, can I just say real quick, 
he had one of my favorite parts of the whole show is that he had his whole big band behind him, which I love Great a big band. band. Oh, yes. I love a band. And I love backup dancers. And he had these three backup dancers that did all the cheesy, choreographed Lots backup dancer lines. moves. Mm-hmm. And it made me think that that's what I want to do now with the rest of my life. Hashtag I'm dream gonna job. Be, yeah. We're making vision boards next week. Yes. And I'm putting Barry Manilow backup dancer on my vision board. I think that's well worth Thank it. Thank you. Will I you guys support and I, me yeah, in that? Well, we, we, we'll be the other two. Well, you'll I have did, to bring well, us no, along. Well, actually, no. I have oh. a different idea. Because, oh, I'm sorry. No, because when <laughs> it was one song and Kristen and I had like the moves down and you were just, Carolyn, I'm pointing at Carolyn, yeah. everyone. Carolyn was singing lead and you had the moves. So I leaned over and Kristen and I were trying to follow their moves. And I said, we are this is our show. Let me just say, we are synchronized. Kristen like we and I learned the choreography in a split second. Yeah. 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 That's and she's the lead singer. We think we're taking okay, it Okay, I, I can take that because then I don't have to follow anybody's choreography. No, you're you. But you have okay. the lead. I need to say a nod to you, Carolyn, because during this concert, it was the first time that I recognized something that you mentioned in the Barry Manilow episode, which is that these songs are stories. Yes. He is a master storyteller. And when you understand the story of heartbreak that he's telling in each one of these songs, you cry really hard. You can feel it. And, yes. and to see him sing it, it's even different than hearing it on the radio because yeah. there's like his facial expressions. I mean, he was feeling it too. It it got me. But I got to say the thing that really got me was, so they have um, a big screen behind and they have a clip of the Midnight Special, which might have been his first television appearance. I don't know. And Clive Davis. Yes. And Clive Davis introduces him and said, this is going to be a guy you're going to know. And this number one song. And he sings Mandy. And so it's the 1975 Midnight Special, Barry singing on this big screen. And then Barry (gasps) today comes out. And then he starts playing. And then they play together. And it's the 1975 Barry in the background with the 2021 Barry together. They sing to their piano. What's that called when you go... And What's we're crying. Piano we're just crying. Yes. You know uh, you I don't know. They go. Boom. I'm calling it a contagion. They did it together. Yes. yes. The, old, the 1975 yes. Barry and the 2021 And he also Barry. did. Like I said, I love a big band. Almost every single song, you guys, he does the. He when there's a big like boom, boom, boom. He he throws his hand out so yes. it hits the exact the, yeah. the, yes. the exact like drum sound you know the drum sound or the, the he's a band leader yes he I, is a band so leader in the old state in the old standards I, I don't have yes. even words right now obviously I'm stumbling over my words because I think I'm still just like really like shook by what we just saw it was fabulous yeah it was and then to just mix in the holiday songs which oh, I love too I mean it was the epitome I, I don't I have no words and I that's know. hard to not have any that's words that's what I'm saying I'm like, for, I'm like bleh, bleh. Could it be magic, Mandy, Weekend in New England, even now. Oh, gosh. Yes. I made it through the rain. I made it through the rain. We didn't Looks get like we made down it. the road. Maybe we, we need to go down to his one, dressing yeah. Somewhere down the road him. is the one I was, that's my favorite. That's what I was hoping for, but yeah. it was okay. We did a sing-along yes. to Can't Smile Without You yeah. with oh, the yeah. little bouncing emoji um, mm-hmm. smiley face. Yes. Um, yeah, it was all. It was a boohoo. It was all amazing. And mm-hmm. apparently, you guys, he still has a Vegas show. And, and halfway through it, all I'm thinking is, well, I'm back next year. Yeah. I'm coming next year. Right. This is a yearly thing because, and God willing, that we're all here, you know, next year to see it. Because he's. You He's guys, amazing. I had to, there was a grandpa next to me, and he asked me for help with his glow stick. Well, the woman in front of us wasn't on. I wanted to say, do you know how to turn on? They don't know. No. They don't know. And I showed him how to break it, and then he told grandma, grandma, break it. And so then they got to participate Aww. in the glow stick waving. Yes, and we should also mention that we're all, that um, probably the average age of the people in the audience was 83. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yes. at the very end, they fire these giant cannons, and red and green um, streamers come out. And I was like, that is a bad, idea, a bad idea in this audience. 
audience. I thought maybe half of the audience was going to drop dead. It was like Spider-Man, too, because the, all the confetti landed him. and caught them in a web like Spider-Man. Yeah, and I was like, grabbing at it? Don't let people run. Yeah. Don't let them run. And I got to say, so our friend Wendy Aarons, if you guys know, we love Wendy, and we've had her on for um, Flowers in the Attic episode, and she is the ultimate fan of So I sent her um, a selfie of us and some video and everything. And the one selfie I sent her um, of the three of us, she comes back with, what? She couldn't believe we were there. And then she wanted to know, um, are you in a rest home? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, kind with of, glow yes. sticks. Yes. 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 All right, well, they're making us get out now. We're going to get This is smart. This is because we're the last ones here. We're going to... We're. You guys just mark my words. I think we're about to go out and run into Barry. I think we are too. Because he might be leaving right now. The fire exit. Okay. All right. So you guys, this was super fun. I wish Barry Christmas here. Yeah, Barry Christmas. Barry Christmas. Oh my goodness, I hope you could make sense of that, you guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of this Barry Manilow extravaganza. We're going to cool ourselves down a bit here. <sighs> yes. Right. And you guys, if you're a Fanilow and you want to hear our great conversation about Barry Manilow from way back in May, please go to our episode page wherever you listen and scroll way on back to episode 17. It's called I Rank the Songs of Barry Manilow. It's one of our favorite episodes. Are you surprised? (laughs) (laughs) So in that episode, we ranked the top 10, or 14, because Kristen was doing the math, Mm -hmm. Barry Manilow songs from our society and our own favorites. And we gave fun facts and stories about each one. And it's a really fun episode. Um, And if you love Barry, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Um, And if you've already listened to it, why not listen again? I mean, we've had so many episodes since then. You've probably forgotten all about it anyway, right? <laughs> and, any, and again, it's episode number 17. And join us next time when we will continue to celebrate the holidays. Yeah. We celebrated yeah. with Barry, and we're going to celebrate with some highlights from last year's mm-hmm. holiday episodes. episodes. All the way back. Yes, and we're going to chat a little bit about the iconic 70s Christmas oh variety show. Love so please tune in. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. In thanks. the meantime, let's ra- raise. Well, you can yeah. Raise that glass. The meantime, <laughs> let's raise our glasses for a toast, courtesy of the cast of Three's Company, as we always do. Two good times. Two happy days. Two little house on the prairie. Cheers. Cheers. Information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to me, the Crushologist, and Carolyn and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, I guess there's always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded at Modern Well, a woman-centered co-working space in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. We get a happy feeling when we're singing a song